Happy Monday and welcome to Audacity Presents where we have the audacity to live an audacious life for Christ. I am so excited about the show today because I have two of my best friends that are joining me on the podcast. But before we begin, I want to send a shout out to my oldest daughter who celebrated a birthday last week. Happy birthday, Brittany. I love you. Thank you for making me a mom. And to my oldest granddaughter, Mia. Happy birthday, Mia. Thank you for making me a Mimi. And then lastly, yes, it is birthday season around my house. To my grandson, who is also celebrating a birthday today. I love you, Tommy. So, cannot wait to get the show started. So, keep listening. Happy Monday. I am so excited this morning because I have two of my best friends on the show today. Uh, Two of my village keepers. I don't know where I came up with that name, but I call them village keepers. They are part of the musketeers. That's what we call ourselves, our little girl group. Uh, But I'm so excited to have them on the show and I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Who's going first? I'll go first. It's Nikki Bargains. And I'm super excited to be here, Mary. Thanks so much for having me on your Audacity Presents podcast. Awesome, awesome. And we have... Debbie Polk, good morning. And Mary, thank you so much for um, having me. I think I'm going to uh, take that title of the village member and make a t-shirt out of it. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know. I'm like, these are my village keepers. They keep the village together. That's right. That's what you guys are. I'm super excited to have you guys on the show today. And I know you guys are faithful listeners to the podcast. And so you guys know that I start off with what's on my replay. And so I want to know what's on your replay. So Nikki, what's on your replay? So I don't necessarily call it a replay, but um, I listen to Pandora and you can pick radio stations on Pandora. And I'm more of a an old school kind of girl. And, uh, and okay. I say old school, but old school kind of new school, but the new stuff, I, I don't know a whole lot about, but what okay. I've been listening to this week is great is your mercy by Donnie McClurkin. Uh, um, um yes. that's a good one. Oh my gosh. It just, let me read some of the lyrics for you. Okay. Great is your mercy towards me, your love and kindness towards me. Your tender mercy I see day after day, forever faithful towards me, and you're always providing for me. Great is your mercy towards me. Great is your grace. I'm about to get emotional just reading the word. (laughs) I needed you to love that song. You needed to sing that last part, Nikki. I don't know if I should sing it alone. I'm a backup singer, but I tell you, when I was working out this morning, oh my gosh, I was singing hands high, tears rolling down my eyes. My husband probably was like, what is she doing up there? (laughs) That's good worship time. I love it. I love it. All right, Deb, what's on your replay this week? My replay list, you know, it's all over the place. I love music. Um, Yep. And but what I keep playing and what my family is tired of hearing is Famous for by Torrin Wells, right? Oh, it is 
as, as you said before, it's my jam right now, right? <laughs> <laughs> You're not the only person using that still. It's my jam. Yeah. I really love it. It, it. it gets me fired up. It gets me a place of worship. Um, but I'll, I'll tell you a few words of, of that and how it starts out. It's there is no fear because I believe. There is no doubt because I have seen mm-hmm. your faithfulness, my fortress, over and over, right? I have a hope found in your name. I have a strength found in your grace, your faithfulness, my fortress over and over. And then it goes into the chorus and it's just a wonderful song. Um, Awesome, awesome. Energizes me. I love it. I love it. I thought you were going to say Jaira because you and I have been talking about oh. by Maverick City. I, yes. I thought you were going to say that. And you know what? That one, that one is a new on the playlist, but I have been killing famous, right? Because I can work out to it. I can sing it. Right. And um, so I, I just had to kind of go with that one. It, it won on the pole. <laughs> okay. All right. So what's been on my replay is Better Than Good by mm-hmm. Todd Galbert. I don't know if you guys have heard mm-hmm. the song. I love this song. Uh, some of the words, I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. No matter what mm-hmm. I see or how I feel, as long as I'm breathing, oh yes, I'm breathing, mm-hmm. I'll bless the Lord. Love this song. Now I'm going to be honest with you because y'all my girls. Mm-hmm. I, lo- I love the song, but it's that vamp part for me because the vamp has got a funky beat to it. <laughs> Make you bob your head. Yes. And so so this is what I thought because I have been like playing the song, you know. And so when that vamp comes, I'm like, I stop work. Sometimes I'm up at my desk just jamming. And I said, you know, church people are just retired club people. That's that's what I came up with. (laughs) Because y'all know we used to dance in the club, but you know, we got saved, we met the Lord, Mm -hmm. so we are church people, but when a song has, a church song has a good beat, we are just retired club people, because I have been (laughs) dancing to this song. Speak the truth. I love it. Better than good. I'll I'll co-spot on that, Mary. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I, yeah, I, I, I will too. A, Speak the truth, shame the devil. T-shirt. I think we should get a T-shirt. Church people are retired club people. I, that that should go on a T-shirt like that. Hey. But uh, so that's been on our, our all of our replays. Uh, thank you guys for sharing what's been on your replay. And so I want to start off by saying, you know, it's interesting how you never know who's watching you. And the three of us have been friends for a long time, and me and Emmanuel, our children are grown and you guys are raising teenagers. And I have observed the way you guys raise your children, especially your sons, because they are so mannerable and so respectful. And so I wanted to have you on the show to talk about the audacity to raise a God-fearing son. And so when I was preparing for the podcast, I was like, okay, what angle do I want to go with this? So my first angle was, to start off in Proverbs 22, 6, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. So, you know, I kind of wanted to approach it from that angle. But then the next angle, because we have some young adults and they're like, oh, Sister Mary, I'm looking for, I'm looking for me a good man. And I was just like, hey, you find a God-fearing man, you have found a good man. And so I think we'll probably cross both of these different angles in our conversation. Does that sound like a plan? 
Sounds like a plan. All right. All right. So uh, I want to start off with, because I know that it is important to both of you to make sure that you instill the love of God in your sons. I just, just the conversations that I've had with each of you and we've had together, I know that that is number one in your household. And so I'll start with you, Debbie. So why is it important to you to instill the love of God? And I'll let you introduce your son and give us his name. Um, well, Mary, I, I say it's important for me to instill the love of God Um, into Lucas is because I want him to be uh, not just a good member of society. I want him to be a good, strong leader for the kingdom. Um, I want Lucas to understand and know the word of God for himself and not just what he gets and what he hears from me, but he needs to hear it and see it from me. And so it's important for me to make sure that he gets it and that he sees it and that he's learning it for himself. Um, it's also important for me because of the way the world is today, right? Um, yeah. It, it's just so crazy. And if Lucas knows and understands the Lord and what he would have for us to do and be, he'll be able to maneuver and mind those things that the world it, it speaks against the Lord to know that he should be for the Lord. Yes, yes. I think one thing I, I just want to throw in here is that, you know, a lot of parents, they, they drop their kids off at youth church. Uh, and sometimes that's the only time they hear the word of God. And I know for a fact that both you and Nikki are instilling values uh, and teaching God in the home. And it's not just at church. Can you elaborate on that a bit? So, so yeah, you're right. It's not just at church. Um, I like to take every opportunity to uh, teach them life lessons, and then I'll revert it back to scripture or what the Bible says or what he should do. Um, and and it and it works sometimes. And sometimes, you know, I get the uh, oh, mom, don't do that. But <laughs> here we um, here more recently, Lucas has really been diving so deep into um, the Word, and he has. Uh, he asked to borrow my um, study Bible and Mm. I don't, I didn't get it back. Right. So now when I need it, (laughs) I have to go get it from him. It has become (laughs) part of his um, bed decor. He makes his bed and fluffs the pillow and my MacArthur study Bible is at the (laughs) forefront of his pillows. so that all right all right that is that excites me and motivates me um just to see hey he's hearing me he's getting it and now he's starting to apply it for himself awesome awesome nikki what about you just making why it's important to instill the love of god uh for your son and i'll let you call his name sure so nicholas is my son he's 17 years old so we are in the the height of um, teenagism and uh, yeah, <laughs> y'all pray for me, <laughs> pray for pray for your sister. So I, I first start with, you know, I don't want to spank him from the Lord. Um, he, he commands us to do, to do that, to teach our children about him and not just to right. teach us about him, but to show them and um, model the love that we have for for God and for Jesus Christ, and and right. so um, you know Deuteronomy tells us that we need to we need to do that. He he tells us to diligently 
um, teach our children whenever we're going about our way. And so that's number one for me. That's super important. My mom did it for me. Okay. Her mother did it for her. And just generational, we want to keep that. And most of all, right. it's because that's what Christ has commanded us to do. And of course, right. I want him to be, um, you know, a upstanding citizen in this crazy society. And I want him to have um, godly children. And I want his wife one day, if, if he so chooses to get married, um, to be a Christian as well. But I think he, he may have to be that example. And it has to be strong within him because otherwise right. he will easily get pulled and swayed um, if that foundation is not there. So right. that's what I would exactly. say um, about it. So both of you, uh, Deb, how old is Lucas? Lucas is 16, knocking on the door of 17. Um, okay. Yeah, but if you ask him, he is probably 25. What What has been the most challenging? Because they are growing up in the age of social media mm -hmm. and they are mm -hmm. at the age now where little girls are turning heads looking at them so yeah. how are you guys maneuvering that Nikki I'll start with you yeah you know that that's a really good one and I, I'll start from like the beginning so when I found out I was pregnant um I knew that I wanted to make sure Nicholas had that foundation so I would read scriptures when he um, was in the womb. And oh, okay. when he became, when he was out of the womb, you know, I, we would still, not just myself, my husband would read, um, Antoine would read to him as well. So we started at a, a very young age. And for those that may be um, familiar with the Awana program, Nicholas attended the Awana program from, from the time that he was able to understand we had him in the Awana program um, all the way up. And um, that foundation was there and we, we prayed together as a family. We take turns. Um, this is your week. This is Nikki's week. Yep. This is daddy's okay. week. So awesome. um, those are like the foundational things that we have um, in, instilled in, in our practices and in, in, in living out what it means to be a Christian. To your question about what is the most difficult or what has been the most challenging for us is was when he hit like sixth, seventh grade, our words were no longer as important as they used to be. It changed to what he was hearing from people at school, people that okay. barely, he barely knew, but they seemed to have more influence and knew more than mommy uh -huh. and daddy new. Okay. And, and okay. so I would say that offsetting that challenge, um, because that's when curiosity um, begins to peak and social media and um, just, just a lot of worldly things start to infiltrate um, the mind and, okay. you know, not getting to specifics and then, and, and, you know, putting Nicholas's business out there. Um, <laughs> You, you just, those are, those, that has been a challenge and it's still a challenge today. And, and then yeah. I think the other piece to that is for me, learning to let go. 
and to let uh, God. And, and I know yeah. there are people that, that talk about what does that mean, let go and let God. What it means to me is God can handle it better than I can. Right. That doesn't right. mean that I don't still pray. That doesn't mean that I don't still talk. But then I have to pick and choose when I do talk and when okay. and what I say and how I say it. My voice can still be an influence, but yep. I I did a lot. Um, and not to say that Antoine did not when Nicholas was younger, but I was primary caretaker because my husband worked mm -hmm. a lot. I worked too, but right. I was primary caretaker. Now that he is turning into to be a young man and one day be a grown man and a husband and you know all of these things, daddy has to step in and really right. help shape the Christian part as well as the man because there are things that I don't know. There's a exactly. there's a perspective that I can I can give, but dad dad has to really step in now and mom has to step back. Right. So okay. challenges would be trading out our voices for, for people that have right. taken care of you for all of your life, for those voices that people barely know you. And then just the if infiltration of the society, because Nicholas yeah. plays football too. And so we know what comes along with that. And um, right, right. I want him to do that because that's something he wants to do. And he's very good at it. But um it, it there, there's a so much that comes with that environment and you just have to stay prayed up. True. Okay. I just want to insert myself and tell the audience, do y'all see what kind of friends I have? This is why these ladies are part of my village. I mean, I love them dearly and I love the life that they live uh, and the parenting that they do for their, for their kids. This is my village. So Deb, same question to you. What has been, the hardest are the most challenging. Um, Mary, I'm going to have to to say with that one, I have truly been blessed, right? I can't say I've had really any challenges ah. with Lucas. He, okay. has, he has always been just such a different type of young man. I can remember, oh my gosh, he was maybe three or four. Now, if we were talking about another child, I'd probably have a list, but... Um, <laughs> But I remember he was about three or four and my daughter Taylor had um, gotten in trouble at school for doing something. And we were talking to her about it. And I can just remember Lucas being small sitting there. But when we finished, he went to her and he said, I'm just so disappointed in you, Taylor. <laughs> you can do so much. So he has always kind of gotten it right he has been that kid he has never been one to to be a follower and I praise God for that um yeah I I I, I can't even take a lot of the credit it, it it's just by design right he has been okay really walking into um into God for what he's seeing and how he feels about him. So I would have to take that and, and, and kind of turn it to say what's more concerning for me and not really what's a challenge for me. What's more concerning okay. for me is um, outside influences, right? Um, where mm -hmm. you would have people who would see that he is a good kid and he wants to do what's right for Christ and he wants um, to be the best that he can be. And and having distractors. And so for me, that is a huge concern with distractors coming in and possibly trying to uh, take his focus. Um, like we said, he, 
they're young men, handsome young men. And, and so young girls are coming um, into play and, you know, where Lucas is like, Hey, I've got my mind focused and I'm going to do this and this and that. We, we all know temptations of the devil can come. And so um, right. my, my prayer is that he stays on the path that he's on and that he stays focused, but it is a true concern for me. Um, and so those, those things like that, that's what I'm praying for him for is to God continue to keep him where you have him and let mm-hmm. him stay focused on what you would have for him to be and, and live out the life that you would have for him and not for him to sway in his choice choices and decisions um, based on someone else's um, influence on him. Right, right. I would have to say I'm a little jealous, Debbie. (laughs) (laughs) Because there are days over here, girl, I'm just like, okay, does anybody want to tell us? Let me just put him on the street. (laughs) (laughs) I know, look. Should I I edit that part out? Right. Lucas, Lucas has some drop kicking moments, but <laughs> both of you guys have great, great sons. I mean, when I see them at church and, and in our social settings, I mean, they are really very great sons. I'm not going to call them kids because they're turning into young men, but uh, they are. And so I know when I think back on, you know, the Proverbs 22, 6, uh, to train up a child in the way he should go. And when mm-hmm. he is old, he will not depart from it. Doesn't mean that, you know, he won't be influenced and that he may, you know, when we were growing up, I don't know about y'all, I couldn't wait to get out of my parents' mm-hmm. house. You know, mm-hmm. I had my moments when I became an adult, but, um, you know, as I got older, God drew me back in. He never left me, but I, I found my way back. So uh, should that happen, I, you guys can rest comfortably knowing that you have instilled that foundation in, in both of them. Can I, is that a fair statement? Most definitely. I agree 100%. I, I agree 100%. Okay. I've done, I've done my part. <laughs> so <Okay>. I'm holding <laughs> on to God to, to, to pull through. And when I said, let go, let God earlier, that's what I'm talking right. about. Um, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. Okay, so I want to I embarrass Lucas and Nicholas, uh, <laughs> should they happen to listen to the podcast. Uh, would you say that they are mama's boys? Nicholas used to be, but not anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. You know what? I'm going to say yes, but he does it under the guise of he's mommy's protector, right? He is <laughs> always like... Lurking around and looking for something, right? <laughs> if if right, somebody right. tries to say something to me at the gas station or in the grocery store or whatever, he is all like, she's married. Who, why is he doing this? <laughs> whatever. She, he is, he is my protector, but he, and, but he loves to be around me and, and, and I'm thankful for that. Awesome. So then what are, what are your conversations like when you, when you're talking to Nicholas, Nikki, what, not, not a yelling conversation, (laughs) boy, you better get it together. Uh, But what are your conversations like? Maybe y'all don't talk as much now because he's 17 and you know, he's think he's all that right now, but 
What were your what are your conversations like? So, you know, you're right. We don't talk as much and men in general just don't talk as much as, as women. And that was something I right. had to learn. Um, because Nicholas and I have always talked. He's always been a talker and loved to talk. Uh, um, he still loves to talk, just not to me as much, which is which is okay. okay. But um, <laughs> you know, he we we talk about things that are I, I would say things that are important to him, of course, you know, what's happening with football or, um, you know, situations that may be happening at school. He we had a, a conversation. He was doing a project and he had to go to um, a friend's house to to do this project. And um, he was telling me about the conversation that was being had. And I some of the things that he was telling me, I was just like, oh, my gosh, I can't really believe those kids are saying that. And they have they they don't care that they're talking about this. They just have no embarrassment at all. And I immediately went into, okay, well, here's how you should have handled it. And I immediately thought, "Mm, no, Nikki, don't do that. That's not the right way to handle it. Let Nicholas talk. Just listen. Just listen to him. Right. right. So um, he he will share with me certain things like that. And I have to be careful that I don't go into that mode because then that could push him away and he he will not engage with with me anymore. So I have to be mindful of um, just listening. So what school um, football, of course, um, we're talking about college. Um, just off the wall things that people may say to him. And then there's sometimes that he'll say, well, mommy, what would you do about this situation? And then I'll tell him what I would do. And then he's like, well, I don't agree with that. (laughs) And it's it's so funny because I'm like, well, you asked me my opinion. So why did you ask me my opinion if you won't try to change it? But I don't say that to him. I say that to myself in my my head. (laughs) But then I think, okay, at least he's talking to me. So that's what I would right. say. I mean, it it runs the gamut of different things. Um, but and and then sometimes we can have some in in depth conversations. Nicholas has always been one of those um, rebel challengers, which I can be a rebel too. But he just takes it to a different level, um, and mm-hmm. I think that is going to to benefit him significantly right. one day as he mm-hmm. matures and is able to. Yep to handle it better. But right now it's, you know, it, it needs some curving and some, some grooming and some all kinds of different things to help him, you know, get that right. <laughs> right, right. Right. For sure. For sure. He's finding, you know, they're both finding, they're finding their way, yes. you know? Yes. So they're, they're seeing what works, what doesn't work. So what about you, Deb? What are your conversations with Lucas like? So you guys know us, we always have some name for something. And so Lucas has been deemed random man in the house because he's so random with whatever he wants to talk about or say. And so our conversations are all over the place. Uh, we, um, we talk about what he wants to do uh, right now. That is, he wants to be a gaming programmer. And so I'm always hearing about uh, coding and Bitcoin and gaming and stuff. And he's recently okay. employed with Chick-fil-A. And so I know how to make their shakes and um, <laughs> <laughs> what, you know, all these uh, stations that he's on at work um, and things. Uh, but um, if we kind of got into other things where you can kind of get deep, I know recently he and Taylor both have suffered losses of um, 
some um, friends from school. And so conversations have been around uh, them and their mortality uh, and their relationship with God. And, uh, you know, if I die and I, and I did this, will this happen? Just things like that. And so, and I think that's probably safe to say for a lot of kids these days, right? With seeing um, um, their friends passing away and stuff. It used to be that old, older people passed away, but you know, death does not have right. an age assigned to it. And so for us, we've had, we've been having more conversations about um, life and mortality and living with Christ and what that looks like and, and means and so again it, it, it's all over the place but um it okay can be fun it could be serious <laughs> okay <laughs> awesome awesome yeah so as we bring the show to a close I'm just gonna kind of say you know at work you know all three of us corporate America now we'll move into a round table is there anything you guys <laughs> anything else you guys want to talk about this has been great Okay, y'all oh, quiet. Well, I, 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 need, I needed a minute to think. I, I'm just trying to think, you know, you know how I would just kind of wrap it up. Um, I, I think um, I can't wait. And I'm prayerful that God will allow me to see what Nicholas turns out to be uh, in like five to seven years from now um, or awesome. 10 years. I've, I've always prayed for his wife and that she would be um, a Christian woman and the Proverbs woman. I've, I've prayed and I've, I've told him, I said, I can see you and your little family. I will tell him that (laughs) Um, and how proud that he's going to make me. Um, And not that he doesn't make me proud now, but how, you know, when he's on his own and he's, he's doing his own thing and um, he's a godly man. I, I, I speak those things to Nicholas. And so I'm, I would, I would say for those that may be going through some challenges with their kids, hang in there. Um, My Mm -hmm. my mom is such an encouragement for me. And she just tells me when I get into my weak moments and, you know, I I have times that I'm tired. I don't want to do this anymore. And she just tells me, well, you, you have no choice. And um, she just, you know, picks me back up, puts the, helps me to put the pieces together um, that times are, times are tough, but then you have to, you know, focus on God and continue to pray. And I go back to the the song that I started with, great is your mercy towards me. So God gives me mercy. So I've got to give that same mercy to my son. Mm And um, that, that's what I would say. That's, that's how I would awesome. run what ended up, we'll round it out. Right. Awesome. Um, what about you, I Deb? agree with Nikki, and I agree with you. This has been really such a, a good time and conversation. You know, we talk um, like this a lot, but I, for me, right, my, my thing is I care so much for Lucas, um, and I do so much for his physical being, right, and taking him to the doctor appointments and vitamins and vaccinations and healthy foods and things. How much more would I give for him um, for his spiritual health and teaching him God's word and taking him to church and, and yeah. seeing his parents worship God and, and, and making sure I take him into safe spaces and knowing um, the difference. And, and for me, I just pray that he would continue to live his life by God's design and not by the world's default um, of sin. And so right. that um, for me is if I can see him do that, I will be forever grateful. And I'd love to be able to 
see him grow, uh, grow and have a family. That's actually been uh, my prayer since he and Taylor both have been born. Is Lord, let me live to see them have a family and see them grow them in your way um, and, and to love them. And so for me, that would just be uh, the explanation point on my life to be able to see that. Awesome. I, I think my my wrap up or part of my wrap up is uh, my prayer, my hope for both of your sons is that they find a village like what we have. Mm -hmm. um, I think about Deb when uh, when you were sick uh, and, and when your husband was sick, how our village, we just swooped in, brought meals. And I remember bringing a meal over to your house and just watching Lucas and Taylor just kind of looking like, wow, these people are coming here and they're bringing us food for the whole day. You know, just to see that example of what a village means that when someone is needs help or needs assistance, the village just swoops in. And, and that's kind of what our village does. When somebody needs something, we, we just kind of swoop in and take over. That's our part. That's our, that's our, uh, our A personality. We just kind of all, we have a village like no other. And I would so say that. My, we do, we <laughs> Agreed. do, we do. Agreed. I mean, we get it done. Agreed. And, you, you... and so I pray that they find a, a village like what we have developed uh, as they get older, that will be there to help them stay on the right track. You guys have heard me say on the podcast that you guys always have my back as long as it's That's legal right. and it's <laughs> biblical. I, I don't worry about it. I don't worry about it. <laughs> and so I, I just want to end the show and say this, that God has a plan and a purpose for everyone, even our children, regardless of the way we think they should go, as a parent, it is our job to teach them the scriptures, to teach them about God and to equip them for life. As parents, we lay the foundation that will sustain them in the future. When we raise our sons to fear the Lord, we are teaching them to know who God is, to know his power and to respect and give reverence to him. And so my merry moment this week is from Proverbs 9, 10. And it tells us to fear, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the Holy One is in sight. Amen. So Amen. thank you, ladies, so much for being thank on for the show. Us. I know that once you guys hear this, you're going to want to come back. So the door is open anytime you guys want to come back to the show. Thanks, thank Mary. Mary. Thank love you. you. I love you guys. Love you too. Was that not the best episode? Nikki, Debbie, thank you guys so much for joining me on the podcast today. All right, everybody, keep listening every Monday for Audacity Presents. And remember, Christ died for you, was resurrected for you, is returning for you, all because he loves you. Now, all you have to do is confess, believe, and trust in him. I'll see you guys next week. You ain't got nothing written down. I, I do have a I do have a few things written down. I even have my Bible beside me.
Okay. Um, okay, then. Okay. Okay. Just, just my songs. Just okay. my songs. Because you were like, oh, have some songs and some lyrics. And I'm like, okay, I might mess up the lyrics, especially if I'm trying to sing something. Well, you know, I, <laughs> I, I, I don't sing. I try not to sing. It, it's hard for me not to sing because y'all know I love to sing. Yes. Uh, but Fred told me, I was talking to Devin Fred one night, and Fred was like, uh-uh, don't be on the podcast. <laughs> 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 it's like whenever I want to break out in song, I hear Fred say, "Uh, uh-uh, don't you don't break out in song, out uh-uh. girl. You need to bring that on to the podcast." <laughs> Happy Monday! I am so excited this morning because I have two of my best friends, two uh, ladies from my village. Uh, I wanted to call them village keepers. I don't know why I want to do that name. Uh, but two ladies that uh, are just part of my village that I have on the show today, and I am so happy to have them here. I'm going to let them introduce themselves, but you guys know I have not worked out, you know, the hand clap. I don't know where it is on the podcast app, but I'm just so happy to have them, so I'm just going to do a hand clap, and I will let them introduce themselves. So who's going first? I'll go first. It's Nikki Bargains. Um, I'm, hey, Nikki. Hey, Mary. Thanks so much for having me here. Super excited to be on your podcast. Awesome. And we have <laughs> Debbie, did we lose you? We can't hear you. Nikki, can you still hear me? I can. I can. I'm still here. Okay, we can't hear Debbie. Debbie, you want to reconnect? Oh, now we can hear you. (laughs) What happened? I was was like totally... (laughs) I heard everything y'all was saying. I was talking. I don't know what happened. Okay. All right. Okay. That's all right. We're going to take it from the top one more time. Okay. See there? Right. That's what you said. We're going to take it from the top one more time. 